Hello and welcome back to another episode of Two Bacons in Love. I am one of your hosts, Sam. Hello, I'm the other host, Aaron. He's making fun of me. I'm just trying to be more high energy because, you know, I feel like the beginnings of our previous episodes were a little low energy. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to insert a little bit of enthusiasm to get people going. You know? Hello. <laughs> You're just gonna make fun of me now. Of course. Okay. Um, well, sorry for the hiatus. Um, law school has, of course, expectedly taken up a lot more time than I anticipated. But also, whenever we do have time off, we're just either watching TV or playing games and eating. So that's basically the trifecta. Um, we'll talk about some of the fun games that we've t- played later on, but for now, uh, we still have a list of questions that was posed to us by our friend Carrie that kind of wanted to run through, uh, figured this would be a good time to do it. Um, the question is, uh, with YouTube being more progressive in terms of our views, why did we feel that marriage was necessary? Do you have an answer? Do you want to take a stab? Um, let's see. Why did I feel like marriage was necessary? Okay. Well, to to begin with, I think it's more it's it's a it's a show of more formal commitment, right? It's it's like um um like I mean, you can be not married but together for a long time, but if you are married, there's like legal consequences to marriage, right? And I think that just on the commitment level, it's just a different level altogether. Mm-hmm. And then it's part of it is to show the other person that you are this committed to them, mm. that you are going through this because, you know, you do in fact believe that you want to spend the rest of your life with them. Because otherwise you can say it, but there's really no proof in the puddings, I guess, right? Mm. Whereas now you're like, I'm committed to you. And as a proof of, you know, my intent, let's get married. Yeah. So I think that's that's one reason. Do you have a primary reason or do you have a reason? I guess even though I, I identify as progressive, I still hold pretty, you know, traditional notions of... Marriage, I think, coming from a culture like our own, um, marriage is like unfortunately something that we uh, strive for in a way, right? Or just generally in in culture, like Western culture too, right? Like women are like full or whole without uh, a partner of sorts. You know, I get that um, comment or I hear about that a lot. Um, well, let, let's talk about that for a second. Like, okay. like there's obviously aspects of marriage that's not progressive, right? Mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. notion that, I guess, just the derivation of marriage, where it came from, how it used to be. Because it, it, it only started to be a romantic notion recently, fairly recently. Yes. And before that, it was like an exchange okay. of property where the woman mm-hmm. was considered property. and So it's very, very problematic. Right? In terms of the history and the In roots. terms of the history, yes, yeah. But like sure. like all things, I think the marriage itself as a concept is changing, right? Mm-hmm. Like from that point of view to a more romantic point of view where you're kind of pledging your life to each other and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So in the in the modern setting, in the modern aspect of marriage, there are still like, you know, problematic aspects to it. Mm-hmm. But why does the the concept of kind of committing yourself to another person formally why why is that you know not considered progressive i guess people have started to really explore just the way that sexuality and gender have become a spectrum Mm -hmm. i think relationships have started to become a spectrum um i follow this really amazing youtuber for years now her name is kat black she's a trans black woman who's polyamorous and um just has a really like fascinating perspective on dating and on love and um things like that and mm-hmm. i've been just listening to her stuff just in general because I, I don't really understand the trans experience and i want to hear it specifically from like a black trans woman 
Um, so I like have listened to her for that, but also she now she's like shifting away a little bit. I mean, she's talked very extensively about race and about being trans. So she's sort of shifted her conversations around polyamory because that's something that she recently has started getting into. And I'm sure people have like questions around. So she's mm-hmm. talked about it more. So I, I listen to it when I'm like washing the dishes and, you know, doing chores around the house. So I think the reason why... Um, it's almost viewed as sort of traditional is because even the the idea of like relationships has also become a spectrum of sorts, right? We've heard of open relationships. We've heard of, um, you know, obviously monogamy is a form of a relationship and polyamory is a form of relationship. So I think maybe that's in the context of, of, of modern sort of perspectives on the way we view love um, that, it could be seen as kind of like more old fashioned, but obviously it's like a preference, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a preference. And then Mm -hmm. I just, I guess I, what I have a issue with is the, the kind of underlying negative connotation Mm -hmm. to being labeled a more traditional view Mm -hmm. versus a more, a little more progressive view. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, like you say, it's a spectrum then why is a preference on one aspect or a one side mm-hmm. of the spectrum considered, I guess, now negative compared yeah. to something that's more like, quote unquote, progressive? Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's like really easy for people to do things in in ways that you don't normally question. Right. So I feel like uh, like I some, sometimes have to unpack the idea around like why do I feel as a person like more whole just because I have a partner? Like I do feel that at times, like I do buy into that and I have to like unpack as to like, why is that? Like I definitely would be a complete person even without a partner at this point in my life. Or, you know, as I'm hearing from my friends who are in their late twenties, they're like, Oh, I gotta, gotta snag someone down, you know, before, you know, I hit my peak, which obviously is, is problematic, but I just, um, I think about like that and I wonder if that's kind of why but I don't know I don't know I don't know what he means by like us being more progressive and why marriage I guess I guess I mean there are a lot of other people like uh I had a book club earlier this year you know starting uh, COVID and we read um Gia Tolentino's book oh my god why is the title escaping me but anyway she's this Filipino-American or no, Filipino-Canadian, sorry, Filipino-Canadian writer, and she talks a little bit about her um, long-term relationship with her boyfriend and how they're essentially planning on, like, not really getting married, like, ever getting married, you know, for, and she, she lists out her reasons, all that stuff, but I think, for me, there is, like, a legal aspect of it, like, if something were to happen to me, something were to happen to you, like, I want to have, like, a say, right, that type of stuff, um, cause I mean, if I think of you as family, I would want sort of the legal rights to what you would normally have as a, as a family member. So that's my reason. Another, it's like, I mean, we've, we've discussed this too, when we've had like not issues in our relationship, it's more about like my parents were very old fashioned in that, like you didn't move in with your, per, per, like your spouse until you actually got married and Obviously, Aaron and I moved in well before that. Which I think is a much better idea versus moving yes, in with yes. someone after. We can definitely, we can definitely talk. We'll 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 put a pin on that because I I think that's important to to also list. But because we came from, I came from like a more traditional like, you meet someone, you like kind of date them, and then you get married and then you move in kind of thing. That's like the timeline, right? But because it was more of like we were boyfriend and girlfriend we moved in then we got engaged and then we got married it was kind of like let's just get married so that I also can just stop dealing with like family and this is something like I even talked to my therapist about about like saving face right I'm sure I'm sure a lot of Asian Americans can relate to this where it's like if you do things out of order um and things get out in your community like people will like talk you know, shit behind your back, like, ooh, she's being, you know, so scandalous, like, running off to New York City, like, away from, I was like, bitch, I came to New York City to go to school, I just happened to meet my future husband here, you know what I mean, 
anyways, <laughs> that's some, if you can't sense like the bitter resentment, but that, no, that's literally what my mom has told me. She's like relayed these, you know, um, really toxic notions of, of people in the Cambodian American community have relayed to her implicitly, explicitly, whatever it may be. And so I think, you know, part of me was like, let's just get married so we can at least like on her side, just quiet down the naysayers as well as like relieve a bit of like the traditional notions that she has. So it's like, she doesn't want to think about the idea of us sharing the same bed before marriage, right? Like very like old school, but in my head, I was like, okay, Ma, let's just pretend <laughs> that didn't happen. And now that we're married, now you have, you can't, you can't have an issue, right? Like, like, it's almost like, okay, let's like all these things that I hope will go away, will go away once it's married. Not to say that like, you should ever get married for those reasons or like be pressured to do certain things because of it. Cause we still took our time mm-hmm. regardless. It was just like, once we were married, I just, I could get away with more things and I could talk to her more freely about things as opposed to like before I had to like pretend that I wasn't like with him you know what I mean like it's even though we were in the same like place right it was it's for her sake to like be ignorant of um those things because she's just so uncomfortable with the idea I think that's one of the reasons why I was like okay if we just go through the motions and you know kind of get it done like we can at least you know stop that and I feel like it has helped smooth certain things over in a way right it sort of has in her mind legitimized our relationship and um I mean even though we've been together for like eight years prior to even getting married so um but that that's that's my my reasoning is that like it was it was necessary in in a traditional context to to sort of reach that um what is it called? Milestone, I guess. Mm. Um, I hate to say it that way because it just... I, 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 I was never one of those girls that... Okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like... I, I'm not like other girls. But I, I was legitimately raised in a way to be independent, self-sufficient, um, which is like very kind of contradictory, right? Very <laughs> There's like... My mom holds very conservative values, but also very progressive values and I guess that has still a lie within me I I still feel a lot of internal conflict around certain issues but um that you know the idea that because of that I've never really aspired to marriage and I think because of that I was able to come to that decision still in a way that I thought think felt meaningful Right. especially for us because we were so young when we met and we were like like we know we want to be together for for life but we just need to make sure that we do it right right like we're not gonna um do it when we didn't have money or we're not gonna do it when we didn't feel ready so I think those aspects of it leading up to it was important and um yeah and I mean, to be honest, I think the best marriages are where nothing has changed, mm-hmm. right? Like, in terms of the relationship itself, um, I think that's kind of like an indicator, right? Um, it hasn't really changed our relationship in any way. I mean, now we're talking, I mean, we've always been talking in definite terms, right? When it comes to like jobs, moves, mm-hmm. you know, changes, things like that. So it's not like those have ever shifted. Like we're still um having those conversations. It's just now it's like I don't know, there's a piece of paper to it. Um there's like legal ramifications. Like even for me when I applied to grad school, I had to list Aaron as my spouse and um I'm sure that affected my <laughs> financial aid um very differently if I had applied um you know, on my own. So it's, it's, you know, it's, there, there are aspects to this that, um, that made sense. And, you know, I, I don't, I can't, we can't really speak to the side of not getting married, but being in a long-term relationship. But these are at least my personal reasons for Mm -hmm. wanting to, uh, quote unquote, make it official. So. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll second the legal protections, right? Like, 
you know, it, it, it didn't really legitimize our relationship, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. like you and I both said, and I think we both felt this way after we got married, basically nothing changed mm-hmm. right in our day to day. I think it's just that, you know, now in the in the eyes of the law, in taxes, <laughs> in all taxes stuff, yeah. and all that stuff, it's a little different. It, it's like now we have, you know, protection should something forbid, like God forbid happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know, our tax is lower. <laughs> like couple. there's there's all these like there's all these legal benefits to getting married in addition to like a variety of other things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think. Honestly, I think that was also a really big reason as to, you know, why we got married, right? Especially at the time, you know, I was going to school, about to take on a huge amount of debt and like just all that stuff, all that jazz. Mm. So it's like, it's just, I don't know. It felt more secure in a way. Yeah, Yeah. it was a security in in a way where you're like locking down this person (laughs) officially. I mean, you know, that's to each their own, right? And and what they perceive as locking down if it means a monogamous relationship. Yeah. And I mean like no matter what your views on marriage are, if you're uncomfortable with it, by all means, like don't mm-hmm. don't go through don't with it. Don't adhere to it. Yeah. yeah don't like, conform to it. We got married cuz this is something that we both wanted and mm-hmm. then we both felt comfortable with mm-hmm. and then, you know, in the long run we were through. we were both we talked through it and we were both looking forward to it. Mhm. So if this is not something that you have in mind, it is by no means a necessity. Right? Yeah. Like I, we just we just think there's you know certain benefits and advantages, and that was part of the reason why we both decided that we wanted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Gia Tolentino's book, she talks about like how her and her boyfriend came to this agreement too that they probably won't get married, and it's because they both agreed to it, and it's like what we've referenced in other episodes where if one person feels a certain way but the other person doesn't Mm -hmm. or or like will go along but don't actually want to that's like where the conflict will arise yeah i can imagine someone who let's just say just doesn't believe in marriage for whatever reason and then they find someone they love and that other person's like i want to get married then it comes to like a crossroads of like are you gonna hold on to like your personal beliefs or not to in order and not potentially be with this person because this person needs a certain level of commitment and you can't fault them either for wanting that yeah. um it's it's like you know if you're a monogamous person you don't go into a relationship that's polyamorous yeah it's like exactly. what you, it's it's like you know you want the right person and that person has to check off a certain amount of requirements right single being close and close, single <laughs> and for my case, you know, in the long run, believe in marriage. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah. that's something that's got to be fundamentally there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a part of it. I mean, not everyone is polyamorous. Not everyone is okay with the idea of an open relationship. Um, it's it's all a matter of preference. But it's, it's about finding someone who will meet you there as opposed to um, them forcing you one way or you forcing them another way. So that's that's ultimately why... I guess it's not really that long of an Mm -hmm. answer. I guess a next point, um, I've gotten (laughs) some comments on it on my rings because of how um, blingy they are. Um, Why, I mean, considering we are pretty progressive, why did we adhere to sort of the traditional, I guess, engagement rings sort of buying into that? And and we actually watched that like... uh, the what is it called the you want you want to know the answer you want to know the answer (laughs) if you hear the tapping sound that's me aaron hitting me hitting aaron on the bicep because he has big biceps oh you're sweet (laughs) but it's also because you're vain oh (laughs) yeah i I have a weakness for this isn't like a part of the complex of like um what is it like the traditional i've i've always loved jewelry i think because my mom loves it she has her collection and I just have a, a weak spot for gemstones, which is why my engagement ring is actually a sapphire instead yeah. of like a traditional, um, uh, like a diamond, I guess. Um, but it is flanked by two diamonds. So, <laughs> And then my wedding band is also diamonds. But I, I, I like it solely because it's a piece of jewelry, like more so than 
I mean, there's a symbol behind it, I think. It's nice to have a wedding band. It's nice to have... Okay, honestly, as a woman in New York City, I think people, a lot of women will relate to being catcalled mm. or being harassed or being hit on when they don't want to. It's different when you go into a situation saying, like, I'm ready to meet someone. Like, I'm putting myself out there, right? That's, there's a difference between that and you're like, I just want to talk to my friend. I just want to hang out with my girls. I just, even if I'm with my partner... I, there are moments where I've gone to places with Aaron and the minute Aaron steps away, like someone will come in and try to talk to me and I'm like, no, bro. And it is easier when I have something on my finger, like physically, because then I can just like wave it in front mm-hmm. of my face or be like, sorry. And and instead of having to do that, like, uh, like you know, that dance of like, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. I don't want to be mean, right? Like, I, you know, as women, we're conditioned to be polite because we might die if we don't um instead of having to do that what is it called like sing and dance whatever like song dance song and dance yeah um i'll just be like sorry and like oh, oh sorry and then like, yeah. they'll back off and it's, it's which easy. is very problematic yeah of course, it, but like, of course damn yeah toxic right. masculinity yeah. so that's so a couple reasons one i truly just love jewelry i think i always will i love sapphires and emeralds and rubies it's just i think they're so beautiful whether or not they're worth their prices another another issue two it is a physical way for me to essentially like ward off potential would-be creeps Mm -hmm. unfortunately um it's uh, it's an unfortunate thing of society but it's it's been helpful i think to me at least um and three i don't know i I look down and I, i i look at it fondly and just and, and think about our commitment to each other and um it's it's a piece of jewelry that i guess i could buy for my like you could always wear a ring right it doesn't necessarily have to be in, in like a particular thing but i think there's like meaning behind it like we went and shopped for mm-hmm. it together and well i got my band when i was at home but like we went for his band and like we talked about it like almost at length about his design and he'll, he'll talk about it and we like talked very much a lot about my like engagement ring itself so it's like a combination of like me just loving like jewelry like beautiful fine jewelry and just um you know it just so happens that it is also like a marker of uh I guess a relationship Mm -hmm. I guess but there was this um thing that we watched on is it uh how it works or something on Netflix do you remember like your NYU professor was on it and they they talk oh, about yeah they yeah, talk about Marciano. The, yeah, yeah. yeah they talk about diamonds and how it was like a oh, facade yeah, yeah you know it's basically uh, the idea around the engagement ring was just a facade by the yeah. diamond industry to get people to buy diamonds yeah. and who had purchasing power men right yeah. you know pay gap um, and you know a very heteronormative um society yeah so uh, even understanding those notions you still they like interviewed couples yeah and you see that there's still like a genuine sort of love and behind behind yeah. like the idea of giving someone like a piece of themselves in a way yeah and not everyone adheres to like the diamond or like the traditional materials like we know of a couple like i think your like high school friend like a gay couple who have like oh yeah yeah they have like wedding bands who, yeah but they're not like made of like precious gems or anything like that it's just it's but they have something right to show that like um that we are together right so it's not even like um like uh you have to spend money yeah yeah if if you're okay with that right if yeah yeah i think you know it's like a it's a physical representation of your commitment and your love for someone that you are giving it away to the other person right it, it's like that has meaning in of itself mm-hmm. the reason it's a wedding ring or band with diamonds is because of the diamond industry but like the underlying reason for that like the 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 gesture mm-hmm. i think that is something that's more genuine yeah and like for me it was much simpler reasons as to why i do it it's it's like um I've always associated it with part of the marriage process, right? So for me, when I decide I want to get married, this is something I want to do as a part of that. That was one. 
um and two it's just like it's what you said this is it's like what i said earlier it's like this representation of the love that the other person has for you and just makes me happy Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm just doing what makes me happy, right? It's yeah. like, I, I don't really care that much or at all what other people think in terms of is like their views on what marriage is, should you, should you not get married, blah, 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 whatever. I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yep. It's like, why would you, um, like, A, your opinion doesn't really <laughs> yeah. matter in other people's in lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And B, it's like, your opinion shouldn't. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, do do we want to talk about our rings for a bit? Sure. My ring is very simple. It's like a platinum band. There is a sapphire embedded into it uh, in in the front. Um, I got it to kind of mirror her engagement ring. Yeah. I like it. It's very simple. It's very classy. It has a stone in it. He doesn't want to mention the fact that he was such a diva. Hey, I wanted to mirror it all the way. And was... I wanted some diamonds in here, oh, some bling. And she was like, she was like, babe, I'm broke. I can't do it. I'm like, oh, fine, I'll go easy on you. <laughs> well, the platinum band itself is if if you if you are in a heterosexual relationship and you're comparing like the engagement ring to the like the wedding band it's definitely way less expensive right the platinum band for at least the men um is very inexpensive com- in comparison to the engagement i'm not saying it's cheap uh, platinum is very expensive because it's a very difficult metal to work with um but the the, the idea behind the ring was really funny because like we had a jeweler it was just like run by like a Taiwanese family like we went there for our my engagement ring so we went back for his um, wedding band because we felt I mean might as well just buy from them again um, and like they quoted on like a regular band I was like oh that's fine like you know it's actually not that bad and then and then we started tossing around the idea of making it customized because, you know, Aaron is very, he likes to say he's very, like, nondescript, but he actually has a flair for, for, for certain things. I'm Not for, like, you know, I, I think he has good taste. Um, but he also likes to feel unique. So we were like, let's, what about embedding a stone? And we originally thought, like, diamond, but then uh, it would match my, like, I guess wedding band, but... Um, but we thought maybe if it was like a sapphire, it'd be like, it would match like my engagement ring, which I, I, I do adore. That's um, your birthstone. Yeah. It's my birthstone. It's my favorite color ever. Like blue. It's just like a sapphire blue is a lot of my like gowns and dresses that I love to wear are all that color. Um, so I figured, okay, let's do that. And then we were going to do the sapphire with the two diamonds on the side, kind of like the way my engagement ring looks like. But then the, when the lady was, when we were talking to like the lady, she was like, oh, okay, a little flashy. And I was like, okay, if, if, if a jeweler <laughs> is telling us that it's a little flashy, I think I was like, well, we'll, we'll back down and, and do it. And I was like, down. who are you to judge me? <laughs> but in the end, I gave in to her. I think I think it looks I think it turned out really nice where it's unique enough where it's not like a typical standard band but um but it's it's still nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, a little 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 sapphire. So, um I I really like my band. I got this actually in Orange County. Um my mom has like a jewelry lady. So Her mom has a person. Yeah. It was a good deal, too. And then I was like, damn, we got ripped off by the Taiwanese people. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, we should have just came home to California. Damn. It would have been cheaper. That's no, okay. Um, but it worked out. Um, like, it, it wasn't like I even planned. Well, I had an idea of what I wanted the engagement ring to look like. Because um, I, like, I loved my mom's ring so much. I just took that design. But then I didn't really know how it would look with, like, the band. But... Fortunately, it looks really good together. Um, a little too good. It's a it's a little bling blingy sometimes. So sometimes I flip over the diamonds, so it just shows like it's as if it's just a platinum band. But I don't know. I I really enjoy like jewelry and like stuff like that. So I that's the only reason. I, and I feel like when people buy stuff, if they don't have like the knowledge behind it, they tend to make really interesting decisions. And I'm not here to judge people's 
engagement rings, but I do have an issue when there's like tiny diamonds because those fall out over time and um hey yes, that's what some people can afford at no time, no no right? i'm talking about the little okay. the, the <laughs> <laughs> i'm not talking about the actual the main stone i'm talking about like the decorative i see yeah i, see. I, I just know a lot more about like what stays that like the reason why we pick platinum over yeah. gold is because platinum is like literally forever versus gold depending on the grade will fade or like not be as good if, especially mm. if it's softer it'll you know ding but even the platinum i guess is dinging a lot um and and in terms of like stones it's better it's always better i mean you can ask any jeweler you can tell like even when we were talking through like designs they're like oh you should back away from like the tiny diamonds in case mm-hmm. if it ever like it falls out then you have to like replace it with another diamond you know as opposed to if you just get one big stone or three like one big stone and two smaller stones then it's like they're, they're set in a way where it won't fall off. Mm. So it's more of like a design idea. So for those who are, you know, I mean, you know, thinking about designs, I, I do, I would stray away from gold and tiny diamond, like, designs because of those issues around. Because um, your, 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 your skin, like your, your body will warm it up. Um, the cold will shrink it. The heat will expand it. And then with that, the stones will loosen and fall out. Yeah. So um, those are just some practical tips for those. I'm, I'm not like a jeweler by any means, but I do know a lot about like the types of diamonds and the grades and this type of stones and the different metals and what would work best. So um, I was telling Aaron, I was watching this Korean drama um, and in the drama, there's this like, the husband is like a like a metal maker like a metal worker like he makes like jewelry and stuff and the wife and the husband have like these beautiful gold rings but very simple like wedding bands but they're so pretty i was like maybe for our five year we can get like um gold bands to like switch it up if we want to like switch it up because i like switching things up so yeah so that's that's our um marriage talk yeah I, mean, I like talk. I, I think for me wedding bands and jewelry is the it's not like a hugely important for you. aspect <laughs> right but you know either way it's 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 something i'm much more willing to compromise on <laughs> um so it's it's like again what we said before in earlier episodes you gotta just talk to the other person mm-hmm and then just make sure you both come to like a decision to an agreement, right? Yeah, because I can't imagine if someone who's like, "Oh my god, I need this type of ring." Like, like a, if it's like someone's like, "I need like a fifty thousand dollar ring," or we're not getting married. I'm like, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing where, like, your values should align to each other. I mean, if you can, you can swing that. I mean, go for it. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But for I guess like for our relationship, that wasn't the case. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's all it's all dependent. So I mean, some people won't even have like expensive rings, like we mentioned, as long as it's just some sort of meaningful symbol that yeah. you agree on. Yeah. So that's all that matters. If you're happy with a rock candy ring, mm-hmm. you go. You do you. If you're happy with the onion ring, you do you. Happy with you know whatever that you want, as long as your partner's on the same page. You yep. Do you. As long as you're on the same page yeah. too. Um, yeah, that's all we had to say. Um, should we transition over to some fun things that we've done over the past couple of weeks? Sure. So, we've, so we, I mentioned that we've been playing games. That's true. And obviously Fall Guys is still a lot of fun. I'll, I'll occasionally do it. But I'm so good now. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I actually got a four win streak. Oh, yeah? But I choked on the last one. Oh. There's an achievement if you win five, five? in a row. Damn. I was like, damn. Okay. So that close. requires a lot of luck, too. Yeah. Because there's, oh, like, yeah. a lot of team games. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, the team game is yeah. screwed. You're, yeah. like, screwed. But uh, but I, I play it casually. I'm not by any means that good. I stress and scream <laughs> at the... But that's that's funny. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's really cute. He's also collected so many more costumes because he's one more, and they're all so cute. And I think that is going to be such a great monetary sort of 
um, place from for the developers because they can partner up with um, certain licensing i'm yeah. sure and and i'm sure if they like promote it like it will be very popular right now it's just very cute generic things like yeah. soda can monkey um banana hot dog you know that kind of stuff but i'm sure like imagine if they ever like ever get like a marvel deal yeah. like it would be so wild to see like yeah. the different <laughs> different characters um but that's just me you know, and people have rendered their own really cute versions of like Shrek and mm, like Dragon Ball and Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, all sorts of uh, uh, you know favorites in media. Yeah. So it's it's really cute to see people's creativity in regards to people are so creative and talented. Yeah. Cause they had to render it from scratch essentially. Um, but that that's been fun. But another <laughs> the main game I wanted to get to is called. Among Us. Um, do you want to explain the rules a little bit? Um, well, so to put it simply, for those of you who know this other game, it's basically a online version of Mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, where instead of just saying, we're going to kill this person, you actually have to physically kill that person yeah um so and then for those of you who don't know mafia is a type of party game where um it's like based on deductive reasoning deception and stuff like that and what you what usually happens is you have a group of i guess between six to ten people mm-hmm. um one of the them more the merrier the more the merrier one of them in secret is a mafia member or like an imposter or whatever you want like an oddball right they're not they're not there to be working harmonio- uh, harmoniously. harmoniously with the villagers, with the rest of the people. Mm-hmm. And what happens is every night they pick someone to kill. And once killed, that person is dead, so they can't talk. And then the rest of the villagers have to debate amongst themselves who it is and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this, in this game, Among Us, what happens is you play as crews, uh, crews, uh, crew members of this spaceship. spaceship. And on the spaceship, however, there are between one to four imposters, depending on the game setting you choose. The imposters will see who the other imposters are, but the crew members will not know who they are. Yeah. You're assigned these like tasks, very simple, menial, simple tasks around the spaceship that you have to accomplish. Um, And if you, if everyone accomplishes all of them, the crew members win. But the imposters will go around sabotaging, mm-hmm. and then they'll go around killing like the crew members. <laughs> and crew members' only way of fighting back is to report if they come across a dead body, report it, and then collectively vote someone out that they think is the imposter. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find little clues because like the imposters will do these things that only imposters can do, or like you pass by someone and then all of a sudden you come across a dead body and you're like, only this person <laughs> could have killed them because they were the ones that I passed by on my way to. <laughs> and then, or the other person be like, what if you killed them? And like, oh my God, who do I believe it's in? It's fun. Yeah. So, so you could see why these two games are really popular um, and, and why we love them because they're both, we've mentioned this before, I think we should talk at length about why we love Running Man so much, but it's basically, these two games are essentially just like, what it would be like to be on Running Man because oftentimes they'll either have games where it's like an obstacle course and like someone wins in the end or there's like there's usually a quote-unquote spy so it's like they have they usually have eight members sometimes they have guests and then they have two people that are like they have their own missions or they like oust people in certain ways and so it's kind of similar in which like we get to kind of be a running man cast member in a sense where we'll you know we get to be in part of a crew of 10 and try to figure out who is the spy, right? And based on it, it's it's really funny because like when you get killed, you see who does it, and you're like, ah, this person, <laughs> and then you're dead, so you can't talk. And what is even also funny is that when you when you die, you actually come back as a ghost. You come, it's so cute, <laughs> so you can still do your missions. But the people that are alive cannot see you, yeah. and since. Like, by the rules, you're not allowed to talk. And, you know, we all play by the rules. Otherwise, the game's no fun, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, 
what happens is that you like as a crew member, you still have to complete your tasks even as a ghost、yeah. to contribute to a crew member victory. Yeah. But since as a ghost, you can pass through walls, you can see everything, you walk really fast. You're kind of done in no time. Yeah. And what I personally like to do <laughs> when I'm a crew member、doing. is I follow the imposter and haunt him. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fun. It's、and、so then, frustrating though. And then occasionally, when I'm the crew member and I'm one of the later people to get killed,、mm. and as soon as I become a ghost, all of a sudden I see these other ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see. <laughs> It's so sad. It's really cute because、um, you're. Like you know who's doing it, and then obviously you have to like mute yourself. Usually, if you're playing online,、yeah. especially with COVID, right?、Yeah. We're all、um, playing over like Discord、yeah. and stuff.、Um, so like you mute yourself when you die, and then you just hear everyone talk. And sometimes you know who killed you at least, so you at least know one of the imposters. And then sometimes, especially if they're they're really good, they'll like talk their way out of it, and you're like, God damn it! Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they like they kick someone out that's not an imposter, and you're just like. <laughs> You're so dumb. But For it's, example, it's this one time, I was the imposter, <laughs> and I came across this guy by himself <laughs> in、uh, in one of the rooms doing a task. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill this guy." So he's busy doing his task, and like, if you you don't know the game, so I'll explain it. When you're doing a task, this kind of interface pops up. So, so you, you don't see really、anything. see stuff happening in the background unless、mm-hmm. you specifically pay attention. Like you still sort of see it,、That's、but really it's really hard. So as I was trying to kill this guy, I jump out of a vent, which is something only the imposter can do.、Mm-hmm. And I see Sam just pop out of nowhere as soon as I jump out of the vent, and I'm like. Fuck! She <laughs> she definitely saw me come out, which she did because she started booking it. Yeah, it's like, oh no, he's gonna kill me. Like, That's the best. I'm、part. like, crap! She's gonna like rat me out with a meeting, and they're gonna vote me out. So I immediately follow her, just ignoring this other guy. And thankfully, I think I was able to close the door on her or something. Like she couldn't get out. Yeah. So I killed her. I'm like, fuck! But if this other guy finishes his task. He's gonna see me next to the body, and they're gonna report me, right?、Uh-huh. So I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I report Sam's dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry when that happened because I was like fuming, and he could hear me because we we go into separate rooms、yeah. to play so that we're you know we're very by the rules. I can't see his screen; he can't see mine. Yeah, we're also just talking into the yeah the Discord. So so I report Sam's body, and then you can hear me going, "Damn it!" <laughs> and I immediately say it was this other guy, <laughs> and he was so confused. He was like, "Aaron, I I don't think it's you." Cause you know it was it was Eric, right? Yeah, was it Eric? No, no, no it was Jim. It was Jim. Yeah, I it started to say, "Oh my god, you guys, it was Jim. I saw Jim kill Sam." <laughs> And he's just like, "Wait, what?" Which I mean, I still didn't win in the end because my other partner died right away when the round started. So it was me against nine people or eight people. That's rough. And then I think it was like down to the last four, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> But when Aaron and I were both the imposter, we were a power couple.、That's、we won、right. that round. We did. Aaron was probably like so nervous. He's like, "Oh, Sam's gonna fuck it up." Because uh, uh, when we we played it for the first time,、um, I couldn't really lie. Because、mm-hmm. it was, I mean, it was just like when we first started playing Avalon, I couldn't lie. I got better, I would say, towards towards like the end.、Um, But at the beginning of when we were doing this, like it was really hard to lie because you're just like, oh no, oh no, I was just, I was doing this task, you know, and or like I would kill in a very obvious way where someone witnessed it, so it's like, you know, it's it's very hard to 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 debate that versus like you like wait a while, you kind of wait, make sure someone's isolated, then you like kill them, and then you can kind of say like, oh, I was here, right? There's there's like different strategies around how to like cover yeah, tracks, but.、Yeah. Basically, I was more patient this time. I wasn't like, okay, I have Aaron. Aaron's pretty good at like deceiving people. I'm just gonna chill and like I just did some sabotaging, isolated someone, killed someone, and was able to like sort of feign innocence because I I I can、I'm, at some point you memorize where the tasks are、yeah. and what they、yeah. what they do and what they require. Um, there are people that will follow you around to make sure you're doing a task <laughs> though, and that like is super nerve wracking. 
Um, I think we were playing with Aaron's friend Luke, who was like essentially teaching us all of this, and he was just like, "Sam, I didn't see you do that. Do that one task." I was like, "What are you talking about? I did." He's like, "The the bar didn't move because there's like an indicator of whether or not things." Move. I was like, "Well, I was just I didn't know how to do it." And then he's like, "Oh, she's probably just confused." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> so um, it's 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 really fun. It's it's super cute. I highly recommend it for. Um, for any any newbie gamers out there, yeah. there's not a lot of mechanics. Yeah, required. It's, it's very easy. But it's a lot of fun because like you just meet yourself. And yeah. You're like, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> they killed me. <laughs> so it's funny. Or like you get killed as like a non imposter. Like I got, I think I got booted out once. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, "Fuck you guys!" If I go, it means this person is out. And they're like, "Oh shit!" And then they like vote me out, and then they're like, "Oh, Sam wasn't the imposter." <laughs> Well, there was a couple rounds where we voted everyone out instead of the imposter killing people. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. But that is very fun. Um, what else have we been up to? We've been watching Selling oh Sunset on Netflix. I'm so ashamed. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like admitting that you watched Keeping Up with Card- the That's Kardashians. True. It's it's like that level of shame, but it's such a guilty pleasure. My brain just goes blank for that like 40 30 to 40 minutes right i think each episode um the length varies but it's been weirdly enjoyable for whatever reason yeah even though we know american reality is very scripted yeah but for some reason it's just it's still also it's also like super cringy at times so, yeah. oh my god i can't deal with this yeah that's true there are times where you're like oh i don't i feel uncomfortable watching this so i mean it's something to replace tara's house with for the time yeah, being. for the time being. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? No? That's it. That's it? Yeah. That's it. Well, well, I've been watching a K-drama. That, that has been... Well, that's you. That's, that's you. me, yeah. Her and her new law school soulmate. Yes. Mallory! Um, which we have been watching this K-drama... And it's very good. I mean, okay, there's a lot of plot, like, weird plot holes that I think I could fix, personally. But um, it's very enjoyable. It's very, like, different, very unique. Um, It's, like, about... It's called Flower of Evil. It's about this um, married couple. The husband has, like, a dark past. The wife is, like, a detective. And um, she... Like, their paths, with him trying to cover up his past and her trying to unveil like a part of the city's past um their their paths eventually cross um and it's it's very interesting because it's there's this aspect of like of already an established love which i don't think a lot of k-dramas do right Mm. a lot of k-dramas are around like boy meets girl like eventually them falling in love there's always like a second person involved or they'd be like on the Mm -hmm. girl the boy side there's a lot of like that type of stuff where i'm like ugh, like as someone who's been in a relationship i'm like I'm, that doesn't really interest me anymore so this was like really fascinating that like we already have an established loving couple they have a child together um and to see kind of like the lengths they would go to for each other um is really like sweet and touching and it makes me think about like what lengths i would go to to like protect aaron mm. or he would go for two for me so I don't know. It's very it it, it put, tugs at the heartstrings in in a different way. It's a mature relationship. Mature. Yeah, it's a little sexy, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it it's it's brought me a lot of joy, and and this and in t- the last episode came out this week, so I'm very sad that it's over. So, and as my like favorite actor of all time, um, so rough. I'm I'm very sad right now. <laughs> I'm like gonna have to watch it. Post drama black. Yeah, Bang. yeah. It's like a. It's like when we're watching anime and yeah. and where we feel very like emotionally drained after finishing the season. But there's some good stuff on the horizon. Yeah. So you have Haikyuu coming yeah. up next week. Very excited. Um, and then we have Attack on Titan mm-hmm. at the uh the closer to the end of this season. Not the fall. I guess they're like the winter season. Yes, because it's like December release, I think. So it's the winter season. Yeah. This is the fall okay. season. So, um, so I don't know what's going on with Demon Slayer. Um, is that it? There's those a few are, other those ones, are big ones, right? Yeah. My hero is coming out. There's probably gonna be a couple, couple like, 
smaller uh, ones niche ones that come out it's like a surprising hit of the season oh yeah yeah like a sleeper hit yeah, yeah. yeah. we also just finished up millionaire detective mm, yes um look, it was okay yeah it was all right it was all right it was, it was very like formulaic this made me feel poor as yes. i watched it so i was gonna say like as someone who's trying to reevaluate her relationship with capitalism i mean you've you see that i like obsess over gems <laughs> and and things that are like precious by demand or whatever but that that opening will make you feel like a hardcore capitalist because like <laughs> money is literally money and there's times where he'll like open a parachute and it'll be like money wealth <laughs> is there a difference in the characters yeah yeah there is okay is it, is it actually it wealth? says wealth is yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's the like what's the nuanced difference between wealth and money wealth is like a state of being mm-hmm and As opposed to money, money like is a, like a physical thing. Like an, like yeah. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, uh, as someone who doesn't read like Chinese characters, yeah. I don't really see the nuance. Yeah. I just see obviously the translation. Um. So it's it's just funny when they translate it from like money to like if when he has it on his plate, it's like money, right? And then the parachute is like wealth. So I mean, the premise is just like this detective who's also so rich that his balance is unlimited. So it's called Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, so it's very, like... <laughs> uh, and I was like, mm, A-cap? But, like, they abuse the pa- their powers so much. Like, he uses his money to, like, get away with everything. Um, it's it's pretty funny, like, watching it as, like, you know. But it, it, it was, like, fun to watch because it was just very um, over-the-top, decadent, very, um, I don't know mansion like what big mansions nice cars gadgets gadgets ai AI, um, yeah yeah oh yeah like we were making fun like he he like puts on his suit and we're like he's like a cross between like black panther iron man batman yeah (laughs) so it's just it's like a weird mix of all those but it was it was a good time it was a good time so anyways so that's our little episode we'll we'll hope to also re- uh record a bonus episode to make up for the fact that um we missed out on releasing one last week but it'll be a little shorter so it'll be something to tide you over for the next two weeks um uh so that we hope to at least establish reestablish like a regular cadence of sorts so as always please reach out to either one of us if you have a question that you want us to answer we always have a backlog to work off of but it's always like if we feel inspired to to answer something immediately we will do so so yeah any other thoughts questions concerns nope all right um yeah uh hope you guys stay safe stay healthy uh if you're going out just be mindful of your servers if you're staying in keep doing that oh it's it's the mid-autumn festival so oh. try try a mooncake yes happy mid-autumn festival we still have two mooncakes left yes. uh, we can have some tea and mooncake after this yes i'm very excited um so hope you all stay well we love you and we will see you on the next episode signing out